close to it. Welcome back. It is February 15, 2017. We are the Ashholes, and we are back in action. Oliver is back with us from his travels across the country. Yep. And as always, we are coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. Guys, I'd like to welcome you back to this episode number 14. And uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different show. Yes. So we, this is something interesting that we haven't quite done before. How what so? A little different. What, well, I'm, I'm what, what are we doing though. here? Welcome back. But we're yeah, we're going to go? get, get hotter than a Billy Goat in the Pepper Patch. Oh, Ooh, boy. That's pretty hot. Sorry, I just got back from Texas. That just felt, <laughs> felt like something to say. Wow. Slightly different. Wow. Slightly different show. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are doing a little blind taste. Blind taste test. No band, you see. No that. band. We have no idea For what this is. For the twos of yous, there's no band. No band, yeah. We have no idea. Not a going, clue as to what we're smoking. But it's, it's important to do that, not only, not only on the show, but just when, when you're digging through your humidor, you should yep. do it and almost set it and forget it just to kind of help your, your taste buds, your senses for everything to come out because you take for granted what goes into a cigar. Right. Uh, selecting the wrapper, selecting the tobaccos, the smell, the, you know, the, the, the way the wrapper's put on, is it, is it veiny? The, you know, how does it taste? You, can, you almost have some you know, preconceived ideas when you're pulling a cigar out of, the, out of your humidor. Right. You know, I find myself looking at the you know, a top row, and I pick it up, I set it down, and I'll save that one for later. Because right. Because I kind of already know what it tastes like. Right. right. So I'm saving it instead of just grabbing one mm-hmm. and going back to it. And, and I bet if you take that band off, you'll be amazed that, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was that cigar. So I think it's important just to heighten your senses to to do that every so often. Right. Yeah, it's it, now I had mentioned before that I do this for Cigar Journal magazine, mm-hmm. where they'll send out cigars without bands on them, and you are supposed to smoke them and tell your honest opinions about these right. cigars. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing here today, uh, considering this is a blind taste test, and mm-hmm. we don't know what. What we've been given, <laughs> because uh, I mean, I I couldn't even begin to tell you what country this is from. Yet we might be able to figure that out by the end of the show, but that all depends. Uh, yeah, break it, break it down. You know, yeah. so first off the bat, you're looking at the at the cap, the wrapper, mm-hmm. and the foot, and then you do the um, pre light draw, the cool draw. All right, so looking at the wrapper, very smooth. Yeah, you can't really see the. The seams, it's seems not a good. Mine's, lot of mine's a li- yeah, mine's a little veiny, but still very smooth. It's packed little really oily. nice. Yep, yep. It's velvety kind of velvety, velvety, velvety smooth. with a little bit of oil too yeah. that I'm yeah. seeing. It's shiny, little a bit little of sheen shiny. To it, yep. That's interesting for uh, what I am assuming is a Connecticut shade wrapper, mm-hmm. because uh, actually the people who are listening to the show uh, do not know what this cigar looks like, nice. and to me it looks like. Your standard Connecticut shade wrapper, very yep. light brown in color. Yep. Yep, I would agree with that. Color of the filler is uh, a bit a darker, darker shade of brown. Yep. A nice little swirl pattern that you can see looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for caps, it's looking like it's a double cap. It might even be a triple. Might even, yep. I think triple. I'm going cross-eyed. Is it triple? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe the cross-eyed it depends on, on the angle you're looking at. But, uh, yeah, triple. Triple cap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's a triple. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. I mean, like you guys, <laughs> the seams are very hard to hard to discern on this cigar. Right. It is a little veiny, but that's little, yeah, uh, little little veiny. But it is still on the obviously the parts without the veins. It's very uh, very delicate, uh, smooth, well humidified. Great, yeah, great concern. Well, well humidified. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice key. little sponginess. And on the uh, the smell on the the wrapper is very. Very light, yet mild. Mm-hmm. Very Delicate. mild smell. Where did you put my lighter there? No, your lighter's here. Yeah. That wasn't really working either. No. Thank God we're not doing a review on lighters. No. Oh, I know. <clears throat> we need a good lighter. We do. That's what we need. We do. <coughs> and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that make lighters out there, so if you would like to be that lighter person that uh, sponsors our lighters on the show, then if you want we'll to be use using your lighters. <laughs> we'll be using your lighters on the show. Um, <laughs> But I, I would also like to mention that we do have a, a new backdrop. Mm-hmm. We have a brand new banner, and that is uh, courtesy of Sereno Cigar Company. 
They uh, go. That is they, gorgeous. I know it's beautiful. I love wicked, it. Wicked nice. Uh, it's it's nicer than it looks on camera. I mean, cameras can't pick up detail, but this thing looks fantastic. It's awesome. They did a great job. I so, love the color scheme. It's fantastic. Yeah, thank you, really Tony, and yep. thank you, Carson. I know they're actually listening to the show right now, mm-hmm. so we'd like to <clears throat> extend our gratitude. No, that's two of the four people who are listening. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have more than that. So back on the on the cigar, the Ooh, construction, five. the weight. Yep. So it's, it's a little little lighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Not as heavy. Some some are are very packed and they're they're heavy. A little bit lighter, but there are no loose spots. On my cigar, no. You know, I've, the got, I've got one little, one little yeah. loose spot, but for the most part, this is nice, well, well tight. constructed. So, you both said, "What are you agreeing on on the wrapper?" Scent wise, scent or, look, look, feel. I, I'd say it looks good. I would say yeah. this looks like. Oh, oh, sorry, okay. region. What, what were we talking? Oh, region, region. I would say that this is. Well, you don't have too many choices when it comes to a to a wrapper. Mm. Connecticut shade wise. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but I don't know. I'm going to say this is either Ecuadorian shade Connecticut, or I'm going to say it is United States shade Connecticut. <laughs> legit Connecticut. Legit. Legit Connecticut. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm going to go ahead with. Mm. Dan, what are you going on on the wrapper? I'm going to lean toward the Ecuadorian Connecticut, but I think it's Connecticut. It is Connecticut. Okay, well that's good. So you guys, are, you guys are on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it is. A, it's a U.S. Connecticut wrapper. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. At a fifty-fifty shot. Dan, Dan, you lit up. <laughs> I, that I did. I'm waiting on Derek, but it is. Um, so size-wise, it is a um, classic Toro. Yeah, six by fifty-four. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice ring gauge. It's a nice size. I wanted to go with. You know, I know we go with Toros, but I just feel that Toros have maybe. The, the best flavor profile when you're looking at a line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it has a good enough ring gauge so you can have a proper tobacco <clears throat> right. blending in there. Um, and it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice size, right. lengthwise. Now, you would go the opposite way. You would go for I would a go smaller or smaller to test uh, yep. the line. Yeah, if and they have a Corona, I'm all on top of it. If they have something that's smaller than a 50 ring gauge, count me in. I mm-hmm. don't normally go, if I'm trying out a new brand, I don't go big. Um, I go small and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how I like to that's how I like to work uh, my cigar selection. Small, small and quick. <laughs> small and quick. But hey, you know it's not always the size of the boat; it's the motion of the ocean. That's true. So wow. All right, so l- let's talk about first pre lights, and then we can get into some other fun stuff. Okay. But your first pre light, Dan, you're you're getting into a, a quarter. Derek, mm-hmm. I know you just lit up. Just getting going. But it's the initial very, initial thoughts. It's a very smooth, very creamy, mild cigar, and and it's uh, very very nice. Now you guys know I'm not totally uh, a huge fan of Connecticut shade wrappers. I like something dark. I want something mm-hmm. with with power behind it. Um, but this has a nice flavor. Yeah. That it's just sitting on my palate, nice. It has a little bit of an oily feel to it. Uh, Flavor-wise, it's it's very woody, uh, very cedary, uh, mm-hmm. kind of getting a back note of almost a, a raisin lake of sweetness mm. from the wrapper, which is uh, interesting. Mm. I'm getting some kind of nuts. Little nuts, yeah. A little nutty. You're a little nutty. Thank but it you. is, and I, I'm getting a little bit of, um, so with that, that cedary. Cedary, nutty. Cedary taste. Yep. I'm getting a little, but uh, when I say cinnamon, uh, like a cin- those cinnamon bears. Not like the the cinnamon. Remember the cinnamon bears, the, the red bears, bears? That, that had a little bite to it. So it's almost like um, a sweet white pepper. Okay. On my mm. initial. There is a bit of pepper to this yeah. in the retro hail. I'm getting no pepter. I'm getting in the retro no, nothing. No, nothing. Oh, not even a white pepper. No, no. Maybe I've wrecked my palate with all these full-bodied cigars, but or I the, would definitely or the, say there's some kind of white or red. Pepper. It's gentle. So it's not. It's not over the no, top. No, no. It's, it's subtle. But uh, and that's where that's where for for me for my palate, I'm pushing it more towards the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I mean, want to call it bite, but cinnamon. I'm I'm gonna go with like yeah. I can understand cinnamon, maybe kind of like a nutmeg type of spice, mm-hmm. but I just don't get the pepper. It's hmm. it's too easy to push through the nose for me. <laughs> it's very easy. It's very smooth through the nose. It's very on smooth the retro hail. 
And no, I, it's not hard to do. No, no. I mean, sometimes he'll get a cigar. I mean, you can ask uh, Mr. Jonathan over at the Cigar Authority. Mm-hmm. God help him if he can try and retrohale oh, a cigar. Right. He almost threw up last and, time. And when we yeah. say retrohale, totally, I know, totally believe that. Right. And I know that you Mr. said someone Jonathan. someone asked what's what's retrohaling. Retrohaling mm-hmm. is just bringing it through the nose because there are more sensory nerves in the nose right, right. than in the mouth. So when you're putting it through the nose, that improves just, your taste. Yeah, improves opens the, up opens yeah. up the cigar. Yeah, it really does. I typically do that with every other puff or so. I'll push some of it through my through my nose on the mm-hmm. retrohale. Mm-hmm. I don't do it every single time. Right. Um, but, yeah, it just opens up more nuances and more flavors that you don't get by just taking it in your mouth and then uh, exhaling that right. way. And the next thing I note here is the, the burn on mine is really even, and it's got this really nice burn line. It's a little bit thick on mine. But Little. it's, but uh, the ash is this nice uh, uh, gray. It's a little bit flaky. Yeah. But it's holding its shape. It's holding on the cigar. Mine's, mine's holding up. Yeah. I'm just getting going. You're on just. Mine. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be <laughs> green by, egg. by the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be half an inch down by the end of oh, the yeah. show. So don't oh, yeah. you worry about me. And so I'm driving through. <laughs> so I was in San Antonio last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, first I was in I was in Houston. As I'm driving through Houston, this Houston area on River Oaks. I remember the name right. River Oaks, beautiful mansions everywhere, mm-hmm. million-dollar homes everywhere. But I have the show on, and I heard you uh, guys asking for a nickname for me. Oh, yes, so this, yes. we did. We did. Yeah, so this, we should, did. this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, and that is actually the title of today's show. I don't know if you noticed that. No, but I didn't. Today's, today's title is uh, Blind Cigar Review and Oliver's New Nickname. What's in a name? What is in a name? We're, We're going to find, find out. out. <laughs> oh, you want to do it now? Well, oh, you no, wanna... let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. We've got to tease that. I say we wait. I, wait. I say we let's wait. Let's make them suffer. Well, there, there were a couple oh, there's of good no ones. suffering. There were a couple good ones, but... Oh, there were a few. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there wow. was. Surprising. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, good. no, there wasn't just one. And actually, uh, now that we're talking about it, we have some pretty interesting viewer mail to take care of later on in the show, so make awesome. sure you stay tuned to that. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd also like at this moment to go ahead and plug our website. You can always find us. At theashholes.net, we're on YouTube, yep. iTunes, Podbean, we're everywhere you can find us. Absolutely. So, yep. Yeah, if we're going to hold off on the nickname. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. So how was your trip? Trip was great. Boy, I landed in Houston, and it was the day after the Super Bowl, so right. I, was already, I was already on a high, exhausted, but um, hit the ground running. I landed mm-hmm. at uh, 1030, got the car, and uh, started hitting the shops, and it was 80 degrees, a little humid. But it felt good. Oh, so jealous. Yeah, felt it felt so, so nice. And uh, and there are a lot of shops, a lot of great shops mm. in Houston. Uh, very spread out, so there was a there was a lot of driving. But um, but Houston was fantastic, and we had a nice little nice little event over at Stogie's. And there was actually a, a listener, Don, who listens to the show, and he drove up about uh, just about an hour to oh. to come to Stogie's in, in wow, Houston. Wow, that's yeah. awesome! Very to, cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, to come stop in, so that was really cool. So I appreciate that, Don. And. Uh, met some good people that that I've met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, great conversations, and uh, it was it was a lot of a lot of fun. Picked That's up some fantastic. good sticks too. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. So was, now that was the day after the Super Bowl, right? Correct. That you landed. Mm-hmm. How was the commotion? Was was it busy? Was it quiet? Was it like a ghost town after that? Or no, there were a lot of people, but everybody was moving a little bit. Slower than I, I think they normally yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were doing a little bit of partying, enjoying Houston, yeah. and uh, yeah, the airport. I mean, everybody was was great. Everybody was friendly too. Mm. I love that. I, I don't know if it's just a southern way, but it was a lot of hellos, a lot of smiles. You know, I always try to you know walk into a room and at least brighten someone's day if I make a fool of myself or right, not. Right. But, um, you know, I wish people have a you know have a blessed day and you know I would say good morning everybody, but everybody yeah, was sure. doing it. It was mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Yeah, that's mm. that good old Southern yeah. hospitality. Yeah, and uh, I remember traveling to Florida, driving from Boston to uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, mm-hmm. and I remember we stopped every three hundred miles or so for gas. And as the the further and further away we got from Boston, the nicer. And the nicer the people got. <laughs> it was really interesting to see. Yeah. And by the time we got, yeah. well, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that Florida was a little bit different. So I'm. It, well, that's because they're all from here. <laughs> it re- yeah, it really it switched so it's, back. That's a battle too. Yeah. Is Florida oh, yeah. the south or is Florida the east? Florida's the Florida's east. the north and the south. Yeah, it really is. It's the, the southeast. S- 
because we were going to visit family that moved from here mm-hmm. to down there. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say once we got to Georgia, that was the peak of happiness right. of people. Right. I walked into a gas station. I, I bought a $1 scratch ticket. The lady behind the counter was like, darling, I hope you the best. And I wish, I wish <laughs> that you win on this ticket. It is blessed by me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, you, you, you would have to send someone to an insane asylum yeah. if they did that up here yeah. in Mass oh, right. yeah. or New Here's Hampshire. Here's your ticket. Now get out. Right. Yeah. They don't, no, no. They don't, <laughs> even, don't even get that. Anything. No, yeah, they don't even exactly. get anything. You don't even get anything. No, not at all. Uh, so we had some other cigars over the week. Yes, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. Quite Who a wants few. to start? Jan? All right. Well, uh, I had a great cigar this weekend. I had uh, Roma Tabac's uh, Intemperance Breach of the Peace. Mm. I loved that cigar. Uh, it's a um, – now, you're going to have to help me again with the pronunciation. It's a Brazilian Arapiaca. You nailed it. Nailed a it. A Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper and the, an Indonesia binder and uh, – the filler is a Nicaraguan and Dominican uh, uh, mix, and it's a uh, five by fifty-six inch cigar, and it was just great. This medium-bodied, great medium-bodied cigar, and it was cedar, it was leather, it was some dark cocoa with a sweet, slightly nutty finish, and lots of spicy, cedary smoke. I loved it all the way to the end. It was fantastic. They've done a great job with their line, too. Yeah, they really have. I really have not had anything from them that I really did not like. Skip Martin uh, really likes to take his time when it comes to releasing cigars and coming out with brands. I mean, even though that's kind of put to a halt right now. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is he doesn't rush production. So he will come out with a batch of cigars, and he will wait on that batch until he thinks it's ready to hit the shelves. And a lot of retailers have been running into problems where uh, things get back ordered because of that. Right. But he said multiple times, he said, if I compromise that, my quality would go down, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So he does that with all of his cigars, and I've yet to have one that I didn't like mm-hmm. from them. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the short amount of time that they've, they've been around – They've put out a lot of different sizes within different blends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, yeah, I haven't come across one that, that I really haven't liked. Mm. Um, Have you smoked? I the like femur? the Cameron's. The femur. I haven't smoked the femur. No, you know what it is, right? Comes in a box of one. <laughs> box of one. It is. Uh, oh, if I can recall, I, I believe that's a hundred and ninety <laughs> ring gauge cigar. Oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's is massive. That, that, all right. That's why they call it the femur. <laughs> <laughs> no. They've got great names for their cigars, too. They do. They Breach do. of the Peace, Brotherly Kindness, you know. Yeah. Shallow Gene Pool. Yeah. Yeah. Genetic Cro-Magnon. Deformity. Yeah. Cro-Magnon. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the, uh, what, the Knuckle Dragger. Yeah. Another love, one of my favorites. Love the Knuckle Dragger. Knuckle Draggers. Aquitaine. Yep. Yeah. They get a whole bunch. Yeah. They get a whole bunch. All so of our Fomorian. I went, I went on the same, same path that you went on, and I, I smoked a, a Cro-Magnon, but the... Uh, uh, um, I smoked the Formian. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for it. Actually, I, I picked it this morning mm-hmm. uh, because I got back from, from San Antonio late Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, late Monday night with the delays. But um, I was lucky enough to go and I met Eric Hayes, Haynes, who's, uh, who's out in San Antonio. He's on right now, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny, funny dude. But I uh, <laughs> met, him, met him on Instagram, so we talked. He actually won one of our, our competitions. Oh really? Uh, a while back, and then we just oh. started started talking, and the community that's out there in the you know with the brothers of the leaf, sisters yep. of the leaf, yeah. But just the cigar community is, is so great and and welcoming and, and friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's sharing everything. So I I went out to see him. He introduced me to to one of the shop uh, managers out there. Okay. So we had a, a long smoke at uh, at Club Humidor in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a great dude, and he gave me uh, um, a cigar. Wanted mm-hmm. to smoke it this mm-hmm. morning, and that was the uh, the Formian. And um, it's it was just a great candela. I'm not. I don't go towards candelas, no. but it is a. Very, I mean, it's not even mild. When you look at it, usually no. you're saying that's a mild cigar, but just a ton of. I mean, a ton, a ton of flavor. Of flavor. You it was, do not expect that. No, and that was a difficult cigar. retro. Yeah, because it was just. I mean, it was it was not necessarily heavy, but just a lot of a lot of spice uh, right off the bat. I got like some toasted marshmallow. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Just a lot of a lot of great flavors through throughout, but it is it's a five by uh, fifty six as well. Mm-hmm. So we, mm-hmm. we were we were on the same page. Yeah, yeah. It is a fantastic, it, the strongest candela that I've ever smoked. Yeah, I would say so. I'd yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I, I smoked, uh, which is why I probably shied away for for a long time. Right, but, right. Yeah. I, you know, it was the same kind of thing. Uh, you know, a friend of mine pointed out that cigar. He said, "I think you need to try this," and I trusted the guy. You know, friends, we have a similar similar flavor profile palette and everything. If he had not told me to go for it, I never would have picked it up. Right, no. because it was Candela. Yeah, and I think they took they, they took that challenge because. Yeah. It hadn't been on. They wanted to do something different. You see a lot of barber poles with it, but mm-hmm. that was a full, nice. I mean, full candela. Yeah. So it was a great, uh, great smoke. And that's the only one in the Crow Magnet line that uses a different uh, wrapper because they use the Correct. obviously the the broadleaf, but mm-hmm. it was an Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, candela. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, very great, mm-hmm. great, very stick. interesting. What about you, Dirk? What did you do? Well, this week I wound up going with a cigar that I was kind of hanging on to for a special occasion for whatever reason. I don't know. I just decided to light it up yesterday. And uh, it was the, the new Opus X 20th anniversary okay. celebration wow. cigar, the one that comes in the blue boxes, the blue, the blue box, and white. Blue labels. Did you put you, gloves on? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I took out my velvet gloves. Well, all, you know, when you're looking at this box, it makes you feel like you should be wearing white velvet gloves right. to pick it up because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen these boxes in person. They're absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the best-looking packages that I've seen come out of the cigar industry this year. You open it up. And it, it, it's just a self-contained uh, spot in the middle that has mm-hmm. the cigars. And then on the outside yeah. of that, earth, it's, it's thicker wood with a story on either side. And the, you open the lid. It's just absolutely yeah. beautiful. Artistically, they do some of the best presentations. It's, the the boxes do. are amazing they do. to look at. But, but I have a problem because... This cigar looked so good in the box. The bands were so nice, and I'm, I'm a big person mm-hmm. for packaging design. I yep. love it. Yep. The cigar was a complete letdown. Really? I was so disappointed. Really? I, I just put it down halfway through. It, really? So I cut it, and the first thing that happened was the wrapper split. And then I lit it up, and as I was smoking it, uh, I got maybe about uh, three-quarters of an inch down, and one side wasn't burning, so I had to touch it up, and I smoked down about another inch, and that side remained to not stay lit, so I had to touch it up again. And I get to the halfway point, and I hit a spot where it's plugged, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't wanting to draw for whatever reason, and the flavors became bitter and muddled, and it was completely <laughs> unexpected. Wow, compared right. to what they usually come out with. Yeah, because that's not normal. And once it cracks, then then you get the you know air comes in. And you don't think it could affect the cigar that much, but it little does. cracks, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it affects everything on the cigar. So yeah. I did a little research because I wanted to see reviews of that cigar mm-hmm. out there online mm-hmm. to see if anyone else experienced the same problems, and they did. Really, there were a few problems with that line, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're not in stores anymore, for as far as I know, they are completely sold out. Um, I haven't seen them anywhere recently. No, I haven't um, either. But they, I, I don't know. It just wasn't uh, wasn't working out for me. Hmm. I remember. I remember the first Opus X I ever smoked. I was I was working at a little taste of Cuba in Princeton, and it was back in 2000, so like 17 years ago. A little Corona thing, and you know I was working at the time. You know, so I'm picking it up and putting it down. But I have, but you know, after my four hour shift was up. You know, locked everything up, counted the register, and I was feeling so lightheaded. And I just sat down on the couch, and I just sat there and stared out at the street for about 30 minutes. You know, it was was this incredible, powerful, I wasn't expecting to be knocked on my piney like that. No, there's some that just brilliant. and, And, you know, I've had some since. Not at all that experience. Not that I want to be, you know, totally stoned when I have a cigar, but it was this real strong powerhouse, great experience. And some of them are like that, and some of them are just like, meh. Yeah. yeah and, you know, people tell me, you know, you buy your Opus, then you have to let it sit in your humidor for a year, two years, and then it's really good. It shouldn't be like and I, that. I just don't understand why, you know, if the cigar is already, how, how long are they aged? Like six years, right? They're, they're aged for a while. I'm they're not aged sure for, the they're exact aged, time. They're aged for a while. I mean, when you get to this, if you have to sit on them again after paying 20 or 30 bucks a stick for another couple of years before they're good. Shoot ready. You know, Fire I up the engine. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, they're supposed to be good right out of the box, I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. C- Cubans, Cuban cigars, you have to wait mm-hmm. or else you're going to get right, a they're Russian. Pneumonia. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, one, one thing on the Fomorian uh, that I was I wanted to note, too, because the uh, I was so amazed that these, you know, these flavors are coming out. But it was a floral, like a floral vanilla, too. Mm. That was just I, I thought was fantastic about the cigar. So I wanted to. I want to throw that in, but thank you. Get back. That, yeah. that matters. So it changed much. your life. Yeah, yeah. I'm a different know, that, person. That now. little, that, that little addition. Seconds ago, thank you. So, yeah. but Dan, you're getting a good ash on yours. I am. It's. Hold, I was a little nervous. I, I, I ashed mine. You ashed yours. This, this looks like it. It, it it's begging to be uh, tapped. But uh, it's still but a it good is, burn. It is holding that. I mean, look great at that. Burn. Great burn. Great straight burn. What are you picking up now? Anything new? That nuttiness that I was talking about seems to be getting stronger. And the, uh, the cedar's still there, the wood's still there, but this sweet kind of nuttiness is kind of coming more to the front. And oh. that pepper that I was tasting before in the retrohale doesn't seem to be there so it, not, not there as much. Yeah, definitely, definitely more nuttiness uh, on mine. Mm-hmm. More uh, going straight to the cashew saltiness yeah yeah that, that's that's a good that's a good nut match yeah. now we have uh, <laughs> audience members smoking the same cigar as us right now and uh at the end of the show uh during well during the break i'm going to ask them how they are thinking of this cigar mm-hmm. and see if they're conferring with us on any of the flavors that we're getting uh for me right now i'm still picking up kind of a raisin like sweetness from the wrapper that's not stopping and i'm a huge fan of raisins the sun made raisins yeah. reminds me of when i was a little kid have you been smoking that at all I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, believe it or not. (laughs) I smoke slow, and I like to keep it that way. But my ash fell off at about an inch and a half down, so that's a a pretty solid ash, I would say. Mm. Nice tight ash. Got to love a tight ash. Got to like a tight ash. (laughs) Especially around Valentine's Day. Yeah. Those Those are the best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oliver, uh, we uh, we, uh, actually, actually, no, you have uh, the pick of the week. Don't the you? pick of the week. Pick of the week. We got to get a sound for Ooh, that. That was almost a sound. That was pretty good. Boom, 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 I was like, boom, uh, where's uh, our uh. soundboard? I have the sound. I'll get it up. We'll get it. All right. No, pick of the week. Um, you know, we, we put the, you know, we, we put it out there for people to use the ash holes. And, uh, and this guy out there did. And he is, it, it's pronounced, it looks like it's pronounced fanatic. Okay. And that's F-U-H-N-A-H-T-I-K. I'll put it out there, but he, right. uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, just took some good shots. We appreciate him, you know, using the hashtag and, um, and just a great, uh, great highlight out on, uh, IG. Fantastic. Definitely, check definitely him gotta, out. Definitely check him out, people. Check out. And if we do wind up using your pick of the week by using the hashtag, the ash holes, you are going to go ahead and win $5 million. Not really. Not really. We don't have that kind but of money But you'll get yet. a mug. You will get a mug. But no, you'll no, get a mug. If the show or goes long enough, if they we could. run out of mugs, yeah. we'll send they'll be you a entered, picture of a mug. They'll be entered into a contest, <laughs> and they could win $5 million. Just may take – I mean, we may never be around to see it, but <laughs> well, eventually I'm sure we could you know, drum up the funds. Monthly installments of, yeah. you know, 50 five, cents or 50 so. Cents, five sure. bucks, maybe. 50 cents or so. You know, yeah, we don't want to go overboard with that, but uh, we're going to go – If you'd like ahead. to sponsor our $5 million <laughs> special – Contact us contest. at the Ashholes. Please contact us. <laughs> but we are going to go ahead, and we are going to get right into a break. But when we come back, don't forget, we are going to be reading some hate mail, some love mail. We are going to be announcing several Ashholes of the week. Mm-hmm. And we will Ooh. continue to give our thoughts on there this blind cigar. And dropped. Dan just dropped his ash everywhere. So, guys, you were listening to the Ashholes live at the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios. Mm-hmm. We will be back. All right. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. 
Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back. You are listening to the Ashholes Live radio podcast coming to you from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. And we are here. We are smoking a cigar blind, and we have no idea what we're smoking. But I'd, I'd, I'd now at this point kind of like us to take a guess as to the country of origin. As to the country of origin? I want to know. 
I want to know. Let's hear it. It's your country of origin. What do you, what do you think the fillers? What are you picking up on, on fillers? Filler-wise, I would say there, there might be a little Dominican in it because there is that kind of uh, almost soft cedar wood type of flavor that yeah. comes from Dominican tobaccos. Uh, there might be a little Honduran in it as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is straight up Honduran, though, because it tastes complex. So we can, we can back it a little. Do you think there's any Nicaraguan? No. I'm not picking that up. I don't think so. It's either Dominican or Honduran or a mix of both. I can tell you right now, it's, I, know, I know cigars that it's not. I know it's not a Mac. This no, it's not Macanudo. Much, this is much too tasty <laughs> yeah. to be a Macanudo. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think it's a Monte Cristo either. You know, but it, it is. It is similar to almost like a like a Romeo Julieta. Uh, it is almost similar to that kind of Monte Cristo mellow flavor, specifically the it's, white label. It's got that, but I know it's not. It's got that, that white. I like I like this better than yeah. those. It's got that white pepper. A little bit, yeah. A bit that could yeah. be on the, the Monte Cristo white. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm about an inch and a half in, in a half hour, <laughs> uh, I am starting to pick up a little bit of white pepper hanging out yeah. in the back. And yeah. we actually, we surveyed the audience, and they are uh, mostly agreeing with, you know, what we're getting out of this cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone say white pepper. I heard someone say golden raisins, golden which was pretty raisins. cool. Not just raisins, golden. Golden. Raisins. So, Oliver, did you write that down so, what we were guessing? Did I write down what you were guessing? No, you don't got to write it down. No. No. No, but... but you playing well, we tic-tac-toe could. over there? So, any, any guesses? So you're, you're, what you're this right, is? You're right in the flavor, in the flavor profile when you're, when you're matching it up to, like, the Romeos and the, the Monte Cristos and the Macanosa. <clears> it's, you know, it's, a, it's a milder cigar. Yep. Uh, very approachable. The construction's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are smoking. Wait, a cigar that is blind tasted. Yeah, I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe you were going to give it. No. You, you were about to ruin the surprise oh, and give it away. And we still have twenty three minutes to go. Oh my god! And maybe we need oh to add some god. more possible nicknames to the. Yeah, now. we're going to have to get <laughs> into that in a second. So <laughs> but uh, I'm right now. Uh, I. You know, there's another cigar out there that kind of reminds me of this one. Mm-hmm. It's the, and it's been a little while since I had it, but the the Rocky Patel uh, 1999 Connecticut mm. series mm. has that kind of same super mellow type of super flavor to it. Yep, yep. I'm liking the it so hammer, far. The hammer and sickle trademark um, Connecticut reminds me of that too. I don't know if I'd go with that. I think that the hammer and sickle uh, Connecticut trademark is. More tangy and more punchy. Yes, that's true. I think that has a little bit more of a kick. You know when you bake cookies and the chocolate on the bottom sometimes gets a little burnt? (laughs) Yeah. A little bit of a a charred chocolate. Charred? It's nice. It's not not a bad chard, but it's like a a richer, a little bitter chocolate. Now that I'm further, further away. Okay, I can understand that. I can kind of understand. Are you, are you getting that? I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, I'm picking I'm up. Not I'm not asking down. you, Dan. I'm asking the guy who actually knows I'm, what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're, you're doing, Dan. <laughs> you're asking the guy who hasn't finished smoking the cigar yet. Come on. How That's fair true. is that? That's right. true, too. So before we get too deep into this right now, I'm going to go ahead and announce several Ashles of the week, and I actually found a several. list. Now, this isn't just this. None of these happened this week. Uh, okay. This is just over the course of the last several years, decades, uh, that <laughs> just so happened to involve blind criminals because we are smoking a blind cigar. Brilliant. So, figure we get right into it. So, ash hole number one, Omar Abdel Rahman. As of 2016, he is serving a life sentence at a federal correctional institute uh, because he was arrested for his role in the first World Trade Center bombing in 1993. So, blind. He was blind. Blind. And he is in prison for the rest of his life. And then we're going to go ahead and move on to number two, which is Yvonne uh, Slightholm. And she is from Scarborough, England. And she is convicted of murdering her ex-fiance's new wife in 1988. So, Oof. a jealous, jealous lady. Uh, 
she and at the time blind at the time, rage. <laughs> yeah, and that that was a kind of a brutal murder too. Somehow she managed to pull it off, but she uh, she was released from prison temporarily in 2005. Yeah, uh, so she got off from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next on the list is Rosemary Cox. Uh, she is a was a legally blind person who was convicted of murdering her boyfriend after finding out his relationship with another woman. Uh, she was sentenced to 20 years in prison, but in 1985 she was granted clemency by the Illinois uh, governor J- uh, James Thompson, who believes she possessed no continuing threat to society. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Well, you know, she can't see who's there. So. Yeah, well, she couldn't see who she was murdering the last time. What's yeah. going to stop her the second time? How did she figure it out? Just kind of interesting. Uh, and then we get another one, uh, more of a white-collar crime. And mm-hmm. this gentleman's name was Gary Foster, and he was a, a legally blind executive at Citigroup. Uh, okay. And he embezzled more than $19 million. Ooh, $19 million. Never even saw it. Because he got arrested. Terrible. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah, but he uh, he broke the law and he uh, he wound up buying two condos in New Jersey for two and a half million dollars, and they overlooked Manhattan. And uh, he was actually arrested in 2011, sentenced to eight years mm. in prison. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's a few more on the list, but uh, I think that's that's good enough for right now. But yeah, just because uh, you can't you don't have all your senses doesn't mean that you can't be oh, an other, asshole. Other senses, other oh. senses are heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another well, interesting A little thing. bit of daredevil going on there. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you lose... Matt uh, Murdoch, I, w- I was looking at that earlier. Matt Murdoch? Yes, he's blind. Oh. oh, well. I was looking at that earlier. And if you do have a sense that isn't there, some say that the other senses are heightened. It's a really interesting concept that I hope to never experience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. man. I'm no, sure that shan- makes I mean, our listening hey, that, impaired people it's, really. It's, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a big. That's a big. That's a big challenge. But you adapt, and then the other senses, mm-hmm. you know, they say they do. become become stronger. They do, which is you know similar to what we're doing now. We took away the visual yep. to a degree, mm-hmm. took away the packaging, took away the label, and and now we're trying to figure out what's uh, it's a good recovery cigar. from your almost flubber. Yeah. You're almost done. I am. Are you really? I am. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! I still have a full cigar left. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there was only one time where I smoked a cigar actually blindfolded, and it was uh, it was for a Camacho event, and we had to determine which wrapper we were smoking, if it was mm-hmm. either the Maduro, the Connecticut, or the Corojo. Very, very confusing if you can't see it. If you can't mm-hmm. see it. It's very difficult to tell. It really is, mm-hmm. and I was, I was shocked at that. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to get into a little bit of hate mail. Oh, and nice. this week, actually not directed towards me. Really? So this week... It's got to be me. <laughs> this week, uh, he, the subject is uh, the fact checker, and he comes to us from anonymous at gmail.com. Dan, I'm sorry, but this one's going to you. Yep. Nope. He says, curious to where Dan got his information that Robert Kraft handed out Padron Anniversario number fours after the game. All the pictures online show that the box is clearly the Imperial. Is he using alternative facts? <sighs> the argument still holds. It should have been... A number one. It should have been. Should have been a number been. one. It should have been a number one, but I you were think saying I had I had I seen had I had seen things go through. Yes, uh, if that's if that's what it if that's what it said, I saw pictures go by that said he was handing out number fours. So apparently, I did not check the picture. Busted. I just checked the thing. Busted. Busted. I admit it. I'll tell you what, Houston. But my argument still holds. Houston was blown out of padrones. Blown out. Yeah. I went to a couple Boom. shops, and they said people were coming in and buying the cigars. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I that know, was... Maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know if they... You know, because that picture came out late, but it might have just been a celebratory cigar. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, that's, that's not a bad cigar to go to when you want to celebrate. Now, I wonder if they had... Uh, if someone from Padron was actually in the locker room with that box as, like, a plant... We were talking about this on the Cigar Authority uh, on Saturday. Mm. Wonder, I'm, I'm still wondering if that it. was actually a, a person who was involved with Padron that wound up getting that box into them. Very, very interesting to think about. But uh, now we're going to go ahead and go over to uh, some Facebook messages that we have, which is uh, very interesting as well. And we have one from our friend Michelle. Mm-hmm. And she says, Dear Ashholes, I'm looking for a <laughs> gift for former President Bill Clinton. Which cigar is best to fill a flesh humidor? (laughs) (laughs) I'd expect a hearty cigar with appropriate sizes and dimensions. Could you recommend one for me? 
So this is an unfiltered well, show. Wait, are we recommending the cigar or the flesh humidor? We're, we are recommending a cigar to put into uh, her okay. or someone else's humidor. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's a fantastic question, Michelle. That's yeah. a great question. That's a fantastic <laughs> question. Honestly, I would go ahead and recommend a cigar that's actually called the Happy Birthday Cigar. It's a rather large ring gauge cigar that comes in a glass tube mm-hmm. that has quite amount of girth. So I'm sure that would fill whatever humidor that you would put it in, and it won't get overhumidified because that tube is sealed. That's nice. So I'd go ahead. But and- with the glass, you're not necessarily seasoning the cigar itself. Right, but it's keeping it kind of contained. Protected. Contained. Sometimes protection takes away some of those senses. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, when you put a cigar into a humidor, any humidor, be it flesh or wood, <laughs> you, you kind of want them, you want the cigars to marry and maybe absorb some of the other flavors. Yeah, well, Essences. That's an interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to. Uh, uh, well, in that case, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy, Michelle. You go for an Asylum 770, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what about the uh, femur? The femur. Ooh, the, Ooh, femur. the femur. Hell, Definitely the femur. Yeah, the femur. That's. I, I'm, I'm also very happy that Michelle, a female, asked this question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. And I mean, uh, we're only answering it because it's it's one of our viewers slash listeners, so we have to. Yeah. Yeah. She it's listens not, a lot, and I. Who said also that, happens uh, to be deaf. What? So she, yeah. Uh, yeah, so what? the whole sense, height, and thing, yeah. Stop it. No, she's deaf. She was born deaf. Fantastic. Are you serious? I'm very serious. Oh, so, yeah, so everything's heightened. Yeah. For her. No, everything. I had no everything. clue. Even the flesh humidor. The flesh humidor is definitely heightened in that case. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do have another message that was submitted to us through the Contact Us page of theashholes.net. And it's from, uh, from our friend named Steve Spencer. And Steve writes to us. He actually has a question, a little bit political. He says, uh, one thing I'd like you guys to discuss, if yep. this gets read on the air, which it is, so thank yep. you for your message. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's asking us what we think about states le- uh, raising the legal limit on smokers to age 21. Mm. I don't think that should be happening. I don't either. At all. If you can, if you can, and everybody says it all the time, if you can go overseas and fight, leave it alone. Leave it alone. And, and vote. And vote. Right. I mean, they're a drive. Yeah. It's, it's not. Look, if we take tobacco out of establishments that are frequented by younger children, mm-hmm. then that would, that would at least start to, I, I think it would bring down the, um, you know, the, the rage of smoking cigarettes, smoking flavors, right. uh, uh, vapes, and everything like that. Raising it to 21, first of all, at 18 or 21, I was an idiot. Right. Either way. <laughs> Both so ways. I was making bad decisions. Three years yeah. didn't make a difference. Uh, yeah, it didn't make a difference, <laughs> right? So it's not the age. And it's not the, necessarily the packaging mm-hmm. uh, because there are a lot of European countries where they, mm-hmm. they're putting skulls and uh, black lungs and, and you know teeth rotting out. People are still smoking. It's not, it's not that. It's, it's attracting a younger smoker mm-hmm. that starts earlier, and then, then they're just hooked. Now, I did see, speaking of packaging, I saw someone post a picture on Instagram that uh, from Australia, and he was smoking a Romeo Julieta from Cuba that came in a black tube with white plain text on the tube, and the cigar itself, the band was black with that same plain white text. There is no design. There is no artwork. Nothing. There's yeah. nothing, and that's a shame because cigar art is part of culture, and it's a it's a damn shame that that uh, that. The government down there took that away, and it could mm-hmm. happen here. It, yep. it might be happening in Canada now. Yep. Crazy. True. I'm all for taking away, like, Joe Camel. Yeah. The, you know. Yeah. Cartoon that, characters right, that, that, that I, that I agree mm-hmm. with. But if you walk into, you know, back to the point of walking into a gas station, the counter, behind the counter, is littered with tobacco. Right. So take that out. Put it somewhere else. I mean, they're blacking out uh, uh, porn magazines. Right. That you can't even see. Right. Right? So what's the point? Right. <laughs> it's a shame. It's but, all yeah, online but now take anyway. That away. <laughs> don't, don't raise the age. That's not, that's, that's not the point. And now you deal with a lot of different retailers, uh, and I'm sure you've probably ha- uh, ran into a couple that may have had the legal age raised to 21. Mm-hmm. Has, have, have any of these retailers talked to you about how they feel about that? I haven't come across any. 
Not yet. I've no, struck up a conversation with that. Because no. I know in Massachusetts, there's a lot of towns that are raising the age to 21 and pretty soon the whole state. Raising the age and making certain things illegal to sell. Yeah. In yeah. Canton, I think it's in Canton, you cannot sell rolling papers. What? Huh. In, 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 but but there's right on the border, there's a gas station right next door, and you can buy papers there. But the gas station across the border, at, bo- at border of the town, it's not even like you're traveling anywhere. Right, right. You can buy papers there. Hmm. So it's the town that's that's saying you can't do it. It doesn't, so doesn't make sense. Maybe that Ridiculous. has to do with like a, I don't know if they, drug paraphernalia type of deal. Um, but maybe, even but that's I mean, legal can, in mass can, now. I'm sure you can get, uh, can you order rolling papers online? I'm pretty sure that you can. <laughs> yes, you can actually. You know, so, I mean, what, what you're not stopping anything. I, I made a pipe out of, out of so many different fruits and vegetables and cans <laughs> i don't need papers it's not again it's not the papers wow. that we're stopping you were, were you uh, fruit can pipes were you next in, week on the actual <laughs> were you an apple or a pear type of guy see he knows i was an apple apple yeah apple's where it's at and then you have to eat the apple after all right what's oh, next no yes that's, that's, bad. that's bad please <laughs> next 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 did you get so, another piece of mail uh you actually said, you said there were three we, we've done two, yeah there right? was three yep. so we had one more question uh from a gentleman named Sonny. he writes in and yep. uh he just said i wanted to add my question i sent uh in last week and he did contact us last week mm-hmm. uh and he said that his uh the wrapper on the cigar is peeling off on him uh he said i uh I also have had sometimes where the wrapper starts cracking from the head and starts peeling off. I usually smoke these right out of the local shop itself. What happens? The local shop just gives me another cigar free of, free of charge nice. or what should happen there? Um, well, there's a couple reasons why a cigar could split. Mm-hmm. Right. You could be cutting up too high past the shoulder of the caps and yep. there's nothing holding it in place. Or it could be that the cigar is too dry and it's cracking when you're lighting it. Those are the two biggies. Now, when it comes to um, a damaged cigar that you have while you're in the while you're in the store, that really all depends on the retailer because right. they could they could tell you no, sorry, that's it's a handmade product, I can't replace it, or they could be cool and take it back and give you a replacement for the exact same cigar. Uh, because now it can't be a different cigar to give away due to FDA regulation. But right. that's that's all up to the retailer. So. Um, Hopefully, and I think the majority of retailers do replace the cigar. Yeah, if it's if it's a legitimate. All the places I frequented shop. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now there there comes a time where uh, the, I was actually talking with someone a while ago, probably last year, where his cigar this this ha- this is going on in the store. Okay. He would he bought the cigar, and I had never seen the gentleman before. He bought the cigar, he cut the cigar, he sat down. He came back up and said, this is, this is falling apart on me. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I think you cut a little too high. But here, here's another one. I'll exchange it. So he goes. He cuts the cigar. He sits down. He comes back up. He's like, it's doing it again. And I'm like, give me that. Give me that. So I switched it out one more time. I cut the cigar for him. Okay. And I showed him how to do it, how to yep. cut it, make it easy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it was perfectly fine. So I like to think he maybe learned something yep. right there. Well, part of it, too, when, when you're cutting a cigar. Right, if we're just talking straight cut, it has to be a quick, a quick cut. Very fast. I've seen, yeah. I've seen some yeah. people just they're they're pinching it, mm-hmm. so that's not cutting through the that can the, the head of it. Yeah. So that's just you're squeezing the top, and it's yep. so delicate that will end up cracking the head of the cigar. Mm-hmm. So that's an, that's another piece. So what so are our cut. final um, what are our final thoughts on this in the last few minutes of the show here? Final thoughts for me, I, I enjoyed it. Even though I'm not a mild cigar guy, this is one that I that I enjoy. Uh, you know, I will I will say it was nice and mellow, mild, had great flavor all the way through, very easy to retrohale, sits light on the palate. Uh, this is something that I recommend to uh, any any cigar smoker out there, really, especially novice ones yeah. if yeah. they're looking to get into it. Mm. Um, Oliver, is any any time the, of day you yeah. can you can yeah, smoke this? You could smoke the, Is is the pepper coming back for you? It is. For yeah, pe- pepper's still there. Pepper came back, yep. like it went away in the middle, and now it's it's much more obvious again. Mm-hmm. I've re- I've really enjoyed this. It's kind of changed as it's gone. It's been you know stayed very mild, but mm-hmm. the flavors have been really really nice. This uh, very nutty, creamy kind of um, you know that golden raisin kind of a flavor in there. Uh, it's been really really good. Yeah, I like it. I like. I'd give it. I'd give it the thumbs up. I would too. Now I'm going to go ahead and take a stab at what this is. Brand name. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and I'm probably wrong, but I'm gonna go Rocky Patel, 1999, Connecticut. That's what I'll say. Danny, you gonna make a guess, or you just you just want to leave it out there? He made I'm, a guess. I'm that gonna, was very that was very bold. That's very bold. I'm just gonna say that that this was really good. This was this was a cigar that I would definitely enjoy again. All right. Well, I like I like the way both of you went. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about the construction. I mean, mine, I'm I'm down to the nub. <laughs> I still have a straight, straight which is amazing because you're oh, halfway. We never did his nickname. Yeah, I'm half. Oh yeah. Oh my god, we'll, we'll throw that in. We will. Well, do you remember uh, how I asked you to pronounce something earlier before the show started? Yes. <laughs> Lumiere. 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 Uh, you guys are going to butcher that the whole time. I'm not. I'll learn it. Uh, yeah. I'll learn sing. it. Come on, let's sing it. Lumiere? Lumiere? I'm yeah. not singing. You go ahead. Our guest, be our guest, <laughs> put our service to the test. Well, see, I, I like my version better. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. Why don't you sing it for us? Lemure, come on. Be, just go for it. <laughs> go for it. Come but I, I changed. I changed. Yeah. I just changed one of the lyrics. Yes, you get did. Nervous. Be nervous. Come on. Our guest. Be our guest. Put your panties on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Much better version. It was around the Fantastic. Lemure. So, Lumiere. Lumiere. Oliver. God, Lumiere. It just sounds Nebo. so pompous. Exactly. How many emails have I there gotten? Go. How many emails have I gotten saying that you sound cocky and pompous? Cocky and it's no, they didn't say pompous. Fest. They said cocky. You're a cocky, pompous cocky. candelabra. There you yeah. go. Candelabra. 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 So, so now, right, you're going to so, reveal this, right? I'll reveal it. All right. So starting from the wrapper, work your way in. Name the wrapper, the binder, and the filler. All mm-hmm. right. So you were you were on with the Connecticut U.S. Connecticut shade grown wrapper. Close with the with the Dominican because it can be there, and you were on with the fact that it wasn't Nicaraguan. Uh, you didn't mention any other tobaccos. We were we were both kind of on the Honduran Dominican, so it is a Honduran binder, Honduran filler. Okay, is right. it straight Honduran? Straight filler? Honduran. Wow. Hmm. For, for made some, yeah for something this complex, I wasn't expecting it to be straight. Be straight Nicaraguan. Uh, sorry, Honduran. Honduran, yeah. Made out of the Davidoff factory oh. in uh, the Dominican. Okay. Really? And this is a 20-year-old cigar. It's been on the market over 20 years. Okay. And I chose this because, you know, I've talked about it. You know, we highlight the pick of the week. Mm-hmm. I, I love Instagram, but I think we're, we're so swayed by pictures and, oh, this is a cool shot, so I'm going to smoke that cigar it's a great form of, of advertising for a lot of companies, and a lot of companies do it great. This is one that doesn't necessarily get a lot of shots out there, but I thought it was a great cigar. And, and because I was in mm. San Antonio, because mm. I was introducing a lot of shops to a cigar that they had not heard of, mm-hmm. this is the La Giana Toro. No way. Yep. Are you serious? Really? This is the La Giana Toro. Really? So you look at that band, mm. you're like, I've never seen it. I don't want to smoke it. Although uh, there are a lot of a lot of La Giana sold. Yeah, they, that's one of the best selling. Right, but there's no advertising. Look, it's not all over Cigar Aficionado or you know Cigar Snob or, or any of the magazines. No, but it doesn't make it mm. a cigar that's not enjoyable. No right? way. But it's not. It's not. You're you're influenced by by the media out there. So this is a cigar that. And they're not it's, expensive. It's kind of, no, no, it should be a gem. All. You're looking at, at, depending on size, four, four to six, seven dollars. Because I was going to say I'd pay like it, right around nine, ten bucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just saved you three bucks. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Wow. That, yeah, I had no clue. That was uh, a. Yeah. That was a. So the Lagiana, That was a good blind taste not, test. Look, I wouldn't have guessed that. It's not burning hot. Again, I'm. No. You're almost down to the. Nub. I'm almost down to it. Yeah, it's almost. Derek's going to be well, smoking no, these guys. Well, after he goes, to I got that much left. Brendan threw his halfway. Tossed it, gone. But yeah, I mean, good. I mean, smoke. Everyone's smoking. Smoke they're they're all smoking it down. Uh, it's it, the construction. Everyone's got you know cigars that are burning well. Great construction. So the La Giana Toro should definitely be put on your list. Don't be biased. Try it out. It's fantastic. Wow. And I haven't had one of these in a long time. I think I might grab one for the ride home now too. There you go. Why not? 
But uh, that's going to just about do it for this week's show. And uh, don't forget to tune in next week because it's going to be a very cool show. We are actually going to have Dan Davison from Christoph Cigars <laughs> in studio live with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking about like Pissed it. Off Christoph. We're going to be smoking that oh, cigar here. I am super excited for that because that is one hell of a smoke. I'm looking forward to that too. But uh, And also you can... Be sure to check us out on theashholes.net. We are on YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, everywhere that anyone could be. That's where we're at. And we have been coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. Guys, keep those cigars smoking, and we will see you next Wednesday.